With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, Grand Theft Dildo. Jason Stakums. All on the Corona Coaster. Banana hammock, mankini, brocchini, same fruit, different pouch. That's supposed to be black. We had a legal dispute <laughs> and a PR battle broke out. Game of corner offices. Don't lick each other's peep. <laughs> don't lick each other's peep that's good it's good advice yeah. as well <laughs> let me try that again don't lick other people's fingers i don't like brokinis a hearty time stew mo money mo ashtray bb8 out of bb10 donkey calf country <laughs> donkey craft it it really sounds like i said a bad word donkey craft country there you go Ca- <laughs> uh, canadian brewery is sorry for the pubic hair I like how you did that. Tom does not succumb to PR pressure. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You want some apple? Apple? I don't want any apple. You want some apple? No, thank you. Apple? You want apple? You want some apple? You want some apple? You want some apple? No, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, it's cold up here. <laughs> <laughs> The Morning Stream, where man is made whole. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Morning Stream for Wednesday, uh, not October, August 26, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. (laughs) He's Brian Herbert. Hello, Brian. Hello, Scott. Welcome to Augustober. Augustober. Boy, what would that month look like? Too many fires uh, still. Yeah, right. Uh, It's funny because in the last couple of weeks, I've heard two different descriptions for the way time is moving currently, and I like both of them. Oh, share them. That's uh, good. Uh, one of them is the Corona Coaster. Okay. We're all on a Corona Coaster. All right. Which which implies that there's differences, right? Like there's ups and downs. Uh-huh. Or the that it's I like fun. From, <laughs> yeah, the, the one that uh, right, the one that I like came from John Oliver. Time Soup. Ah, <laughs> uh, Time Soup. That's pretty good. It is good. Hashtag Time Soup. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to o- October. Or o- <laughs> he's still doing it. Yeah, I don't know what see? happened to August. August was a mess. It just went so fast, and and uh, like you, you Brian reminded me at the top of the show that we're having Gidgeton tomorrow for another trivia day, and mm-hmm. we do that monthly. And I swear we just did that, like just did it. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. And we didn't even have a week of the show. Maybe that's what's throwing me off. Is there was a week of show we didn't do, and that's just making me feel weird. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that maybe that's the missing time. I don't know what happened. Maybe it is. I mean, it's it's a combo. Yeah. It also just feels like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it does just feel like it just happened. So I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, it's jacked up. That's the whole soup part. Something to that without the missing week or without anything else. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. Some good news for some folks out there that may care about this sort of thing. If you've got to collect them all, and some people do, mm-hmm. uh, you may know that since 2012, Charmander, Oh, <laughs> since 2012, I have been putting out every May on free comic book day, free art. We send it anywhere in the world for free. Just a free print 
in the mail, free. There's no other, <laughs> no other ca- uh, ca- uh, thing to say about it. It's there's no uh, hooks, uh, any any kind of anything. It's just free, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that since 2012. And some people are bummed out that this last May we didn't do it. But remember, we were in the very thick of sh- shutdown, close down. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, free comic book day as an institution nationally went, went dead so that wasn't even a thing so we didn't know what we were going to do but we knew we didn't want to just throw 2020 away mm-hmm. uh, we just needed to give it some time to see what happened and so now <laughs> while the post office is certainly in a weird position we are going to go ahead and do it again and uh, we're calling it free comic book day summer and that means we're going to finish out this summer by sending you free prints and uh, chat room, I'm going to put these up so you can see what we finished up last night. So it's Carter and I, my daughter and I, doing them. Uh, that's how. That's what we do. Whoops. Sorry, let me move that over here. Okay. So last night, I made, uh, we were doing villains this year. They had to have some kind of mask component. Not their okay. normal masks, you know, but like a COVID mask component. Because of the year 2020. Oh, okay. Not there. So you couldn't just do Mysterio. No, you have we, to do Mysterio with a with a PPE straight strapped across his fishbowl. Which, by the way, is a great idea, and I will hold that <laughs> for a different time because that's a great idea. I <laughs> uh, put him in Discord so you can see. Him, oh, but, look at that! All right. So I did Red Hulk, uh, and he's wearing a, a belt buckle that says "Redder is better." You can see his his mask is broken because he's a giant Hulk man. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I was wondering. I was like, I can see his teeth. Is that printed on the mask? Yeah, it's that little torn. Those two torn things hanging on his shoulders are his uh, his torn mask. Gotcha. And then yep. Carter did. Uh, she decided to go DC. She did Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn's mask is intact. Says "Ha Ha" on it, and she is super Harley Quinned out. <laughs> She's totally Harley Quinn. Uh, so these will be signed and will ship. Like I said, anywhere. And the signups haven't started yet because I don't have the the posting in the store yet. But it will be 100% free. No shipping costs. No nothing. It's just kind of a thing we do every year to say thanks to everybody uh, for being rad and being a part of the community. Awesome. So watch for that coming cool. soon. I have a feeling this year may be the most we request we ever get. Just because people are around. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It, it, people are kind of sitting around there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's nothing to distract them from. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from from wanting these. Yeah, so I have a feeling it'll be yeah. a big year. So watch for that. I'll have, of course, I'll announce it on here. But when that link goes live, you'll see it on Twitter and everything else. Cool. So watch for that. And that reminded me also that I didn't say anything about it this week. But a brand new Fred and Can went up for whatever reason. This particular Fred and Can has way more um, site visits, uh, downloads, clicks, uh, likes on social media than anything up to it. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Well, it did help. I really liked the way that you did the individual panels on Twitter. Like you broke out the panels so that it was like a, it was almost like comicsology, right? You mm-hmm. See the first panel, click. See the next panel. Yeah, you can just you flick don't. through them. Sure, exactly. And we and and I was already doing that on on uh, Instagram, but it occurred to me mm-hmm. last week. I'm like, why am I not doing this on everything where people are mostly using their phones? Yeah. And yeah. you have to think of this stuff in the modern era, man. It doesn't. You know, people aren't looking at a newspaper anymore for their comics. It's coming through other forms and. You got to mm-hmm. think about that stuff. So, so maybe that's why Brian's probably right. That's probably why it just maybe. got more exposure or something. I don't know, but anyway, go check it out. FredNCan.com if you haven't uh, seen the latest. Okay, Brian, okay. we're gonna yes, we're gonna do Coverville later today, or you are. I shouldn't say I am because I I won't be doing it. That's good because I don't oh, know. Anything. Do you mind? I mean, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. I, you you know, want me to step in I'm and take um, a nap? Do you mind doing it? 
Roy Orbison did this cover with his dog. It's called be, Here's a Bunch of KK Slider Covers of Africa. And for see, an hour and a half. Yeah, see in an hour, and I won't say anything else until the end. And then I'll play you singing <laughs> uh, Cover Me again, like you always do. Right, exactly. That's the way you started and ended. No, uh, today uh, we're celebrating the birthdays, uh, or we're celebrating the birthday of Joe Jackson. Uh, you know, the guy who did Is She Really Going Out With Him and Look Sharp and I'm the Man. I mean, he had so many great songs and so many people cover him. He's done some covers himself, so we're going to have one of those on there as well. Plus, a tribute to Justin Towns Earl, who passed away uh, over the weekend. A real short tribute, one set, because he did a lot of covers. No no covers I could find of him, so it's basically going to be a set of five covers he did mm. uh, uh, of other people. Gotcha. Some really good ones. Uh, we played one on the show yesterday that I'm not using, but we played one of his covers yesterday. Of um... Oh, which one did we do yesterday? It was... Uh... It was his cover of Graceland by Paul Simon. Oh, very nice. Really good. Yeah. yeah. We'll oh, that was, yeah, here. we just did yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, that Scott. was that was fantastic. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Anyway, so that's Coverville uh, today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time at uh, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Nice. And just for clarification, for those who may be confused. This is not the Joe Jackson that was Michael Jackson's dad. It is absolutely not. No, that's why I prefaced it with, uh, is she really going out with him and look sharp and I'm the man and uh, breaking us into happy loving couples, stepping out, probably his biggest his mm-hmm. biggest hit. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd be saying things like, shut up and sing, uh, make money. Uh, <laughs> that's right you're, exactly. you uh, you guys all suck you need to make us money uh, like that right exactly bring yeah. that check home don't ca- don't deposit it cash it bring it here yeah. to, bring it bring, home to me bring it straight home to jojo that's right all right well that's great check that out today at 1 30 mountain time no one mountain time, one PM. Yeah. One PM mountain yeah. time. yeah don't and we'll be done in time for uh, uh for dtns yeah which i'll be on today for yeah. good or for good or for ill i'll be on there today gooder for gooder and for ill. And for ill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, whoa, you guys, what do we got here? This is Dunaway time. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Uh, it's not opening, though. Okay. Yeah, here, real quick, we're going to call Brian Dunaway, and we're going to we're gonna do some Babel Royale, and uh, y'all are going to play with us, uh, or not really with us, but you're going to choose who you think is going to win, and it's going to be great, <laughs> and you're going to win some prizes, and it's going to be fan-freaking-tastic, so... So stay tuned for that. That's coming right up as soon as Brian answers the thing and I play this. All right. Hey, look, it's Brian Dunaway. That was good vamping, by the way. I really appreciate it. Well, you know, you got to you gotta fill time. Uh, hey, Dunaway, what's going on? What are you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. How's it going, man? Are you at work? What are you doing? What are you doing? I, I, it's going good. I'm doing doing good. And yeah, I, I, I'm unlike Ibit. I'm like, don't vamp again. I appreciate you. You know, oh, you don't want to, you don't want any more vamping? <laughs> Did not like the vamping. All right. I appreciate the vamping. <laughs> I will stop vamping. No, I like the vamping. Of course. I love everything Scott does. I'll stop vamping. He could, he could literally fart on the show and I'd be like, that was entertaining. What do you mean, what do you mean could? Yeah, could, okay. could. He could. He could audibly fart on the show. Where I could hear it and almost smell it. I don't think that's ever happened. I farted on the show, but I've never done it audibly. I don't think. Did you? Did you? Uh, did you cover it up? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> I go. Brian plays a song like that. 
<laughs> no, I don't think you ever it's... try to cover up a fart after it's already been heard. You ever do that? It's like, oh, it's already heard, but if it makes some more noise, they'll think. Right. Let me, I'm going to wiggle around in my chair a little bit and make it sound like it was the chair that made the noise. Well, it wasn't what? Don't look at me. Never, yes, never. Uh, it's never happened to me where I've had to cover for Lies. it. I'm happy to. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a caller on the line. Let's find out who we got holding for us here. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Tanner. Well, hello, Tanner Goodman. Hey, what are Tanner, you doing, Tanner? Tanner? How you doing? I'm good. I'm uh, working. Yeah, working. Oh, no. Quote unquote working. Tanner has his finger. I'm not going to say where he works. I happen to know, but he works at a place where, uh, let's just say, you're all lucky he doesn't push the wrong button. That's all I'm saying. Okay? That's all I'm saying. He pushes the wrong button, you're all screwed, is what I mean. He works at a place uh, whose motto is, be kind, rewind. Yeah. But I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, right. as... it used to be finger licking good. <laughs> yeah. Nothing more than that. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah, you heard about that. The KFC is not using the phrase finger licking good anymore. All right, I yeah. have a question about that because I was I was convinced when I heard that yesterday that that I almost put it in today's news because I thought, wait a minute, I swear we talked about this in like March when all this was going down that they did this, and now it's coming up again. I I'm I'm either having a time travel it, problem. I don't remember it any. Any earlier than yesterday. That's so right. weird. I was sure we talked about it. all the news I've heard recently, that was the most inconsequential. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think we may have talked about how it's it's bad in the time of coronavirus back in March, but uh, <laughs> they didn't they didn't drop the tagline until until yesterday. Maybe right we. Now. I know we got anti-maskers out there. I'm just going to go with, uh, you can't tell me what to do. I'll lick my fingers if I want to. Yeah, you go ahead and lick your own yeah, fingers, I mean, Brian. You as go long ahead. as you're not licking anybody else's fingers, isn't it okay? <laughs> yeah. Plus, your fingers are fi- your fingers I mean, are finger well, Are they afraid you're gonna fast track the COVID to your intestines or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it doesn't really travel in the food world. So I would right. hope that you washed your hands before you ate the chicken. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm and, sure I'll be uh, eating these words and licking my fingers later on. But yeah. that's where I'm. That's for the hill I'm dying on today. <laughs> sure about that poor dude in Hong Kong that caught it twice? Got it once and then got it again. Yes. That's yeah. bad. That's not good. That's, that's bad. bad. It also says, okay, guess you know it's. Something else to think about. No, no guarantees. You're not necessarily immune if you get it. So think of that. I've, I've read nothing about this, so I'm going to throw my uninformed opinion out there do right it. now. Do it. It's all a hoax. Can't you get the flu twice? I mean, not the it, same. It, it, not the strange. same strain. So if you, yeah. well, it, if how far of a strain? You know, I mean, are we sure that? Okay, like I said, I'm, I'm throwing out all kinds of BS. No. No reading, no researching, no understanding of any of this stuff. So please don't start your conspiracy theories. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Are we sure that the first, you know, I mean, I I don't know. It just didn't. Oh, you're saying, are we sure he had the thing to begin with? And this isn't It doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because I I would always think you could probably get reinfected. I mean, there's. Here's what I think. I think that it's one dude in Hong Kong and I don't have enough info. That's what I think. That's yeah. what I think, too. That's why I prefaced everything I said was don't listen to anything I'm about to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to show my ignorance. Because we it's don't matter know. It's not a matter of like, how long the antibodies live in your system. Um, it's not just a right. matter of you've got antibodies or you don't have antibodies. You can have like lower levels of antibodies that make it so that you know, you're know you not necessarily immune the second time. I'm pro-body. Right. Pro-body is how I feel. I mean, and so I've, I've heard. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a Trumpism. I heard someone say, so it's going to be a fact, right? Smart people. Smart people. Right. I listen to very people. smart people. Uh-huh. Some people that said some things, they said, oh, you don't want to get the flu shot too soon because the effectiveness of it will wear off after three months. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true or not, 
According, I don't to, know. according to Dan, it's not true. Uh, I believe, yeah. I, I'm too ex- at this point. I'm too ex- at this I point. I'm too exhausted. Bright light kills it. <laughs> right. Killed by bright light and sunlight. <laughs> so make sure you go outside. Open your mouth. Open right. your mouth wide. <laughs> very wide. I can open my mouth very wide. Coverville at gmail dot com. <laughs> right, right. Look at this at point. I'm, I'm so ex- at this point. I'm so exhausted from trying to re- research the truth. It, I, I just don't even. I'm just like okay. Yeah, does who even affect, knows? Does that affect me in the next five minutes? No. no I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I don't want to no. think about it. Hong Kong <laughs> guy will not you hear what today's category is. Oh, because yay. That's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Can, <laughs> can pathogens be caught again after you've been immune? All right, uh, Brian, you should... Ways you can get rid of the coronavirus. <laughs> you should probably explain to, to uh, our good friend Tanner here how this is going to work and what he might win. I will totally do that. So, Tanner, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top. Based on today's topic today, you are playing for a couple great prizes from a listener who goes by the name Brian Belanger uh, sent these in, donated these to uh, the prize pool. Okay. Hitman 2. Ooh. Great game, Hitman 2. Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. That's a good game. And Mo Ashtray. Oh, oh also yeah. good. I played that. Really? Uh, a- yeah. It's Mo Ashtray. It's not Ashtray. M-O, M-O Ashtray. Yeah, is it Ashtray? Not Ashtray. Astray. A- it's Astra. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not Ashtray. Yeah. It's Astra. Did uh, I type it in as Ashtray? Yeah, I yeah. think you did. Uh, well, no, no, no. If you I can't speak to Mo Ashtray. Go look but, uh, at who sent in the codes or okay. who copied and pasted them into the... Uh, the codes page, yeah, under Brian Belanger, yeah, and it is right. spelled Mo Ashtray. Oh, weird. All right, well, he's he's well, at sure. fault. It is A S T R A R A Y. Ashtray. I remember it correctly. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's a it's a puzzle game that is beautiful. I remember the I remember the palette. I remember I can see the graphic oh, and stuff. But that. it's not a puzzle game yeah. though. It's like a it's a platformer. I, yeah, it's like a it's like it? a Metroidvania but, well, yeah, thing. Well, I mean, but you got it. You it's it's a puzzle game. Isn't the fact that you don't just straight platform across. You have to figure out how to get from point a to point b and it's not as simple as just going oh this is pitfall i gotta mm-hmm. grab a hold of the rope and fly yeah. across yeah it's more like you know there's there's puzzle elements to it's 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 metroidvania thing it's very good you go. I, I i played this and semi-reviewed it on uh the boop show played it last time or see or whenever it was it came out in october and i played it sometime after that but it's a very very cool both of these games like Hitman Two is p- the pinnacle of stealth games. This thing is an amazing artistic achievement and rad little game in its own right. I feel like we're giving Tanner the greatest gift of all today. It was amazing. This is good stuff. Right. Yeah, I tell you, he's had to work for it. Yeah, he he's has. had to listen, he's to, had to, listen to a lot of stuff yeah. before we yeah. get to it. Uh, well, let's get to the game, shall we? So those are the games, and uh, and, and I think Mo Astray is much better than Mo Ashtray, although. <laughs> Get on it, I mean, game developers. Come up with a game called Mo Ashtray. Um, well, we're kind of continuing with what we started on Monday. We had the uh, best-selling, the 20 best-selling Nintendo Entertainment System games oh. of all time. Mm-hmm. Let's move up a, a level in the uh, uh, in the console timeline and go to the SNES, the Super Ooh. Nintendo. Okay. I have on my uh, page here the top 20 best-selling games of the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. The SNES, if you will. Yeah. And uh, again, came from uh, Mashup's Jamie. 
Match up uh, Jamie. Great list. Mash up Jamie. So, uh, Tanner, knowing how, I don't know if you heard Monday, how well they did with the NES stuff, but how well do you think they're going to do with the SNES stuff? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of faith in both of them. Mm. Oh, oh, that's good. Very that's diplomatic nice. of you. Which Spin one this man you, extra game. Which one do you have a, a hair more faith in? <laughs> Just a hair more. Uh, I have a hair more faith in you, Scott. So oh, I'll have, I uh, agree. You to win. Because okay. a good and, choice. Uh, Brian to go first. All right. Brian, Brian to go, go first. first. Okay. I believe. Scott to win and Brian to go first. Uh, well, uh, I'd be remiss not to mention the game that I played for almost four months this year on uh, Twitch. It was The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Number seven on the list, uh, 4.6 million copies came out in 1991. Wow. I'm going to put that higher than that. Um, we are off to the races. Okay. Uh, well, the, uh, let's just get my obvious one out of the way. Super Mario World. There yeah. You go. 1990, 20.6 million copies of that game were sold. And... Uh, Obviously, came out with the game. Came well, out with the console, nineteen ninety. Uh, was it? To, uh, wait, sorry. What ranking is it? What did you say? Yeah, number numero uno. Number one. Okay. All right. Yes. That sounds Super right. Super Mario Kart. Super Mario Kart, nineteen ninety-two. Eight point seven million copies of that game sold for the SNES. Um. Okay, so now we're in the new. Okay, I, I think. You didn't say anything about first party. This can be anybody. Any game. Can be anybody. Released. Yeah. Then Street Fighter 2 uh, was huge on there. Street Fighter 2. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. And. Well, it yes. has to be on there. It has to be. And and yes. And more. If anything, it's what he is. I think is what he is alluding to. If more. anything, it's on there multiple times. So if you're hesitating for the <laughs> subtitle, I'm going to say Turbo Fighting was one of them. There you go. Uh, your turbo, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes, turbo yeah, Street fighting. Fighter. Well, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting. Oh, Hyper Fighting. But, but I wanted, what I wanted was Turbo. That's okay. what I was looking for. Oh, so, okay. Okay, okay. So you needed yeah. that Turbo in there. Yeah. And for the record, now, even that, as a, that tells me there's another Street Fighter on there, and I can't think of the other one. Well, as a, as a, as a fan of Street Fighter and also as a Genesis fanboy at the time, I can tell you without any hesitation that the Super NES version of that game was better. Than the Genesis version. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Genesis faithful. It wasn't as good a game as oh, I guess, Nintendo you know, well, I probably should get never, you know, never mind. I'm not going to say anything because okay. I don't want to give anything, uh, get anything away. No, all no, right. by all means. It's my turn. Please give yeah, it to no. me. No, no, uh-uh. Okay. No. <laughs> but after I go, shut up. Star Fox. <laughs> Star Fox. Whoops, 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 uh, number 14 on the list. What voice was how, you doing? How far could we go? We could go to 20, 20. 20. 20. Whose voice was that 20. you were doing just now? This whoop, 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 slippy Toad, man. Come oh. on. Yeah. I thought slippy he had toad. a voice. Didn't he have a voice? No, no. not on... Uh, I don't even think he had a voice on the... Uh, SNES the N64 version, did he? Uh, I don't think so. So I, I think you just so. made your own voice because like... I think you always read everything, right? You yeah, right. Dreadnick I... says, yeah, 64, they had voices. But that's yeah, certainly certainly on uh, SNES, there was no voices. Yeah, but their FX then, chip. Uh... <laughs> 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 that's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, go with, like uh... <laughs> let's go with uh, the F-Zero, the racing thing, oh. F-Zero. F-Zero. Isn't it pronounced F-Zero? Sure. 
like Fazoli's. Uh, 1990, 2.85 million copies, number 15. On Ooh, the really? Ooh, that's too I far would have not put that in the top 20. Dude, that's a and hot that's Nintendo just... published game. Are you kidding me? It's a big it, one. I don't recall that one as much. <laughs> that's not my. That's totally not my KK Slider impersonation, by the way. That was exactly <laughs> what Slippy Toad was like. <laughs> All right, now, like do, little... now do KK Slider. Do it now. <laughs> come on, come on, way different. Come on. Uh, they're like, come on. Say you're, those like are... my Ken Kratz sounds like my uh, uh, Breaking Bad uh, uh, dude. Uh, uh, it's Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, yes. You, I think those two impressions you just did of K.K. Slider and Slippy Toad are living in the same duplex. That's how They're totally they living in the same duplex, but yeah. they have different entrances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, man. I'm I'm going with uh, I, I, I had the SNES Mini, and I've kind of mm. some of these other games are kind of confusing me if they were on the SNES or if they were on the 64. Most of the titles were different. Mm, I'm going to go with uh, Super Mario RPG because it is on my SNES, and I hope it sold enough Super to Mario make it in the top RPG. 20. RPG. Number 19. Ooh. Uh, barely. <laughs> uh, 1996, 2.14 million copies. Oh, you way, just... Before we go any further, uh, Quantum Feline just posted a link to the YouTube video of um, the speech sound clips from oh. Star Fox SNES. Can here, you play those? Yeah, I can totally nice. play this. Uh, let's see. Let's open that in a new window here. All right, here we go. These are Star Fox sounds from the SNES. <laughs> Oh, it's a dog. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> where's Slippy? I gotta get Slippy. That's the rabbit. That was, oh, that wasn't Slippy. That's Slippy. Oh, okay. It's a I little lower. The rabbit. Yeah, they're lower, I guess. The rabbit is kind of what you're thinking of. <laughs> I like fake talking games. I love it. I totally do, too. Yeah. yeah. My That's favorite cool. thing about Animal Crossing is still that they do that. Um. Okay. All right. You got 19? Jeez, Louises. Yeah. Okay. uh, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country. I forgot that was on there. 9.3 million copies of Donkey Kong Country sold for the SNES. And that came out... Wasn't there... There was some crossover time with the N64. It was. It was. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I was getting confused. It's funny because I, I... if you would have asked me which platform debuted Donkey Kong Country, I was yeah. so entrenched in the N64, I would have said, oh, yeah, the 64. Me too. And I was I was trying to think if there was ever like a super donkey. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think that's right, Brian. So shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up, I'm man. going, right, shut up, Brian. I'm going with Final Fantasy uh, uh, V5. <laughs> Final Fantasy V. Uh, yes, that's the good one to pick. 1992, 2.45 million copies, putting it number 17. 17? Dancing oh on gosh. a knife's edge down there. Holy crap. Uh, all right, dancing well, on the knife's edge. Now, so this top 20, is it worldwide then, or is it or is this U.S.? I Did assume you think it's US worldwide. Yeah, okay, like like that matters. It's got to be worldwide. It, it has to be worldwide. Of course it does. I think it's world. I think it is worldwide. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it has to be. All right, so uh, let's do another RPG. I know it was very big on the platform. Let's go with Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Two point uh, zero three million copies sold. 
What is that? Putting it number 20 on the list. <laughs> oh, wow. So oh. as long as all the games you mentioned are better than, uh, did better than Chrono Trigger. I feel like we have missed a huge swath of something because you have, yeah. Because oh. we've been hitting like 15s and 16s yes. and all these later things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. So what am I, what is my big blind spot then? What am I missing? Uh, well, there's, yes. there's a, yeah, there's a couple things that you guys haven't even brought up. Right. There's a few games that I'm very excited about playing on my SNES Mini, but they didn't release necessarily all the first party stuff that would have been the big things it would have had. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe that was 20. That was one of the best games on the platform. So good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go with just hoping and praying that Disney had a good pull on uh, uh on their Aladdin. Was it was it enough to make it into the top 20? <laughs> it's one of my favorite games of SNES. Don't you dare series. close your eyes. No, it's not on the oh. list. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. I bet it's on some top 50 or It's 100. probably on top 50 or something. Yeah, no uh no Aladdin. Uh. Um okay, so uh, so congratulations, Scott, first of all, and congratulations, Tanner. Thank you. I had, a, I had two are... more. Can I tell you the two others I thought yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. Tell me the two other ones you thought of. Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's uh, Quest. Or Diddy's Conquest. Diddy's yep. Conquest. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, well. that. You know what? I, I'm going never... to admit to something. Never, uh-huh. never did yeah, it. Did the connection that it was Conquest? Yes. Until yeah. you just said it. That's hilarious. All right. And then the other one I could think of was another sequel, uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Time. No, Yoshi's Island. Island. Yoshi's Island. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Those, those and I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure which way to go with the Final Fantasy because I was trying to remember if I needed to go lower or higher, but I couldn't. I know one you of would, them either came out right go, before. You would want to go higher. Yeah. Final Fantasy 6, uh, number 11 okay. on the list. Higher than five, actually. Mm. Um, here are the other ones. Super Mario All-Stars. Ow. All stars. Uh, All stars. Street Fighter 2, The World Warrior. What? That's why I was that looking for clarification on Street Fighter 2. Wait a minute. That what is that even? What is, I don't remember that one that? at all. What is that one actually that came out before Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting and did better. It was number five on the list, the fifth best selling game for. Uh, uh, for the SNES. I don't remember, yeah, that. I don't remember that. Okay. I don't even remember uh, Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, Killer <laughs> Killer Instinct. Okay. Killer Instinct, really? Yeah. Killer Instinct. Dragon Quest 6 and Dragon Quest 5. And finally, Mario Paint. Oh, Mario, Mario Paint. Paint. I would have never guessed that either. Uh, that's yeah. a good one. Um, I, I'm surprised Maybe top Dr. Top things I don't do well with. I don't do well with top selling. You know what was huge on there, too? Uh, like third-party games like NBA Jam. I was worried about that, yeah. but apparently that's not on that. I'm surprised some that aren't on there. Like Super Metroid, where yeah. the hell's that? That's not on there? No, no Super Metroid at all. Oh, which, again, you remember no Metroid yesterday, which really surprised us. Right. Yeah, or a uh, Monday. So no, I don't know uh, if they, uh, Castlevania on Monday. But oh, yeah. Castlevania was the one on Monday. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Same deal, though. No, same, super, same no super Castlevania on here either. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, MK2? Is that on? I guess not because you didn't no, read it. No, no, no MKs. Weird. God, I think I remember way more super titles that I thought was in that list. Because everything was called Super This, Super That, but I guess it wasn't, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, they got a lot of... They like doing that. The 64 they like to do. Uh, when the 64 yeah. came out, they put that on a lot of games, which is dumb now. So dumb. Super Mario 64 is a stupid name. Should have just called it Super Mario... Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What? After we get off the show. Yeah. 
I'm going to go research the top 20 games on the N64 top selling. Oh, you better. <laughs> I have- totally, totally do that. You should totally do that because that's totally what I'm going to do on Monday. Yeah, totally. 100%, 100% what Ryan's going to do. Predictable. Here's the funny thing. My recommendal today will probably reveal why I was a little uh, more fresh on this one. So uh, that's just a hint gosh, of what's happening That later. was something that I was thinking about watching, so I'm glad you watch it because I want to hear about it. It's real good. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hey, Tanner, how do you feel about winning two of, I think, our best giveaway games of the year? How do you feel about that? Uh, it feels really great. That, and uh, I just wanted to say I hope you guys stay healthy and safe. And I'm thinking oh, about all of you. Thanks, man. Aww, us too. We hope You uh, too. Yeah, we hope you're doing stay good. stay healthy and safe. It's... Don't worry about us. Yeah, and say hi to you Alex. Stay healthy say hi to <laughs> Alex for us. Don't worry about me. Yeah, don't worry about me. <laughs> worry about you. <laughs> All right, Brian Dunaway, it's been a pleasure. Hey, guess what we're doing this weekend? An episode of Film Sack, and it'll be for the movie Soldier. And Oh, uh, that's right. 19, uh, what was it? 98. Oh, yeah, was it 98. 98. Yep, 1998. Soldier with your, uh, you got your Jason Scott Lee and your... Um, Oh, who, who am I forgetting? Who's the main dude? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, hold on. What's wrong with me? Uh, David Ogden Steers. No, dude. What, dude, what, uh, what is wrong with me? Jason Statham. No! He's Liberace. An old, he's an old actor. He's an old actor. He's Ernest Borgnine. Kurt Russell. Gosh dang it. Kurt Russell. Oh, that's too bad he remembered. <laughs> At 50 bucks. Anyway, so that's happening uh, this weekend on Film Sack. He shoes. He, he was a teenager. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Is, uh... <laughs> yep. Also, Monday we talked about a bunch of great video games on the Boop Show, so check those out. Brian Dunaway, anything else you want to mention before you go? Uh, uh, no, uh, just, wow. No. <laughs> I guess that's a no. I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Losing yet again. Yeah, well, I'm look. I'm just going to go. Break your streak, man. I believe in you. Okay, I do. Right. Bye. All right. He's out time is it oh we got time look at this we have time for news we have time for news let's do it here we go time for the news brought to you by (laughs) the news is brought to you by jason stakem i really like the name jason stakem uh the news is brought to you by talk geekly if you dig comic books video games and other geeky subjects be sure to check out talk geekly on all podcasting platforms Here's the name again. I am Pendragon and Job for a Cody host the podcast. That I don't know how much of that is name. It might all be name. I think it's I. I, I am Pendragon, Pendragon and Job for a and Cody Job host. for a Cody. I think it means oh, the one guy's oh, name Pendragon. Pen, no, no, no. One guy's name is I am Pendragon oh. and Job for a Cody are the two names. So we should put those in quotes here. I'm gonna do that. Put them in quotes because yeah. it'll make a difference for yeah. today. <laughs> for us today. <laughs> Uh, I am Pendragon, and Job for a Cody host the podcast that brings you the latest and the greatest from comic books, video games, and so much more from geek culture. Talk Geekly gives you Thursday throwbacks, focusing on classic comic arcs and new comic Mondays where the newest, hottest, hottest books, hottest books get the holy lederhosen spoiled out of them. Check out Talk Geekly on all social media platforms, as well as your major podcast platforms. And as always, keep it Geekly. Ooh. All right. Brian, are you ready for some news today? How's that sound? I am looking forward to this news, especially. Great. Well, let me give it to you. Uh, I want to thanks Derek. Thank Derek for sending this. Uh, thank you, Derek. Yeah, appreciate it. Alberta Brewery apologizes. Okay. 
They're making the beer. They do that in Canada. They like their beer. Yes. Is apologize for misusing uh, the Maori language because they went ahead and named their beer pubic hair. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I, I, I nailed it. Which is actually something that the Derek on uh, uh, The Good Place would probably drink out of a martini glass. Probably would. That's yeah. a great reference for a show that I barely have for seen, but I know that reference. Eleven so. people got that. Yeah. Great, uh, I don't know why uh, I know Matt, it. Matt Zuckus. What was what's his first name? Matt Zukas. Matt Zukas. Matt. Love that guy Matt in Zuckus. everything he does. Yeah, he's Matt great. Zuckus. We'd follow him into the fire. That guy. I would, and and because of his beard, he he'd uh, he'd block us all. He'd shield us all. I all think right, that's a, my wife should binge that now that she's finished with um, uh, what's it called? Gilmore Girls? Uh, no, she she just she just watched oh, or she uh, just finished uh, uh, Lucifer. Uh, hot, in, hot in Alabama. No, the Heart of Dixie. No, she's done with Heart that. of Dixie. <laughs> no, she loves she loves Lucifer. Loves that show, and uh, yeah, okay. uh, it's between seasons on Netflix, and so she's she's all caught up, and so now she's watching Shit's Creek again because she doesn't know what else to watch. I'm like, you know what, you should do mm-hmm. the Good Place, the Good Place, there you go. the Good Place. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Derek, for this. Uh, pubic hair, the uh, beer is called. The Alberta Brewery has apologized for unknowingly <laughs> naming their beer pubic hair after using a Maori word they thought meant feather. I don't know, I don't know why that's much better, but that's fine. Uh, to- I mean, the feather, because New Zealand is, um, that's uh, that's one of the symbols for the New Zealand All Blacks, the football team that just wears all black. Yeah, but they're in uh, Canada, so, so why, would they, why would they do it in, for a beer in Canada, though? Because it's New Zealand hopped pale ale. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they should have called it. Um, should have named it kiwi, after kiwi hopped pale yeah, ale. Yeah, kiwi. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two they years ago, called it band meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> band meeting. Now that I might start drinking for band meeting. That'd be great. There you go. Yes. Two years ago, Hell's Basement Brewery released Huru Huru, the feather, the New Zealand hop pale ale. This week, Tahamanu Nikara, who is Maori, took to Facebook to explain that huru huru means pubic hair in the uh, in Tario, the language spoken by the Maori people. Oops. Did I get that wrong? No, 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 no. Oh. No, I'm saying oops that it means pubic hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he reach out via Facebook and go? <laughs> yeah, he did do that. He totally <laughs> stomped back and forth and then played Django Fett. For you who don't see the visual podcast, I did the uh, the way that the Maori uh, come out onto the field in rugby matches. Yeah, and they come out and they, go, they start doing that. Yes, that right, the clapping. And, yep. Uh-huh. I'm probably offending somebody right now. Ah! Ah! Yeah. With the tongue out. It's pretty awesome, actually. It is awesome. It, it would freak me out. I would probably just say... Uh, you win. I'm gonna go back to the locker room and cry. It does make you want to forfeit. It totally does. <laughs> I think that's the idea. They want to intimidate. It totally, right? it totally intimidates. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's really something to watch. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's see here. Where are we here? Uh, nim nim nip. Uh, what's the first thing most Maori think of when they hear the word hura hura? He asked in the video. It was brought to my attention a few days ago that there was a new shop in Wellington, and it's called the Hura Hura Authentic Leather. He said he uh, sent the shop a Facebook message to ask them what they thought the word meant. He said they responded that they thought it was in the dictionary for the word feather. Uh, it says it wasn't. It was for uh, pubes, pubic hairs. So, so pubes. wait, there's a new shop in Wellington called Pubic Hair Authentic Leather? Uh, apparently, yes, not Feather Authentic Leather. That 
Gotcha. The pubic hair. Yeah. I think others are making the mistake is the point. Right, it's it's that they're putting the uh, emphasis on the wrong uh, syllable in huru huru. It yes. should be huru huru. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Here's a few examples of my favorite use of the word pube. All right, here we go. Oh, okay. Pubes, pubes, pubes. Okay, there's one. Here we go. The ragged band of pubes. Okay, there's another one. How about this one? His eyes surveyed the remaining pubes grimly. Okay. <laughs> So, for, for for those who don't remember what this is, back in the Dark Tower series, the the audiobooks, uh, this is that's what this is from. And in those books by Stephen King, uh, pubes are a are like a lowly people in this in the story, not not the pubes you're thinking of. His eyes surveyed the remaining pubes grimly. So when he says it, it just sounds weird. He's what the old woman called a pube. See, like that. It's pretty great. Half of the pubes got wiped out in the Great Landing Strip debacle of 2049. <laughs> yeah, that's when Blade Runner happens. The other Blade Runner. Oh, yeah, right. See? It was, yeah. It's all connected. It's oh, that's right. That's connected. the other thing with Soldier is that it takes place in the Blade Runner universe. I can't believe that. I'm so excited to rewatch that. That is the thing that makes me the most excited to see this. Yeah. Because I've never seen it through that knowledge. I always just thought, oh, this is its own thing. And I really like Soldier. Soldier's weird. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't know it was connected or supposed to be. It's just yeah. amazing. Uh, all right. Nudist class. Nudists. We weren't able to find any of the pubes in Brazil. We don't know why. <laughs> We're all out of pubes. Wiped out in, in the Brazilian takeover. Right in the... Uh... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say they were torn asunder, but then I'm getting, it's getting too personal. It's getting too right, personal. Exactly. Okay, anyway. Uh, hey, nudist chases somebody. Let's read about this here. Okay. A nudist chased a wild boar who snatched his laptop. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a German nudist. You have the laptop. Bring it back to me. I Did he take it. it back to Timon? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I know it's a warthog versus a wild boar, but uh, similar looking. Come on. It's kind of a Pumbaa joke. No, it's actually better because of all the confusion we had about Pumbaa in the past. <laughs> right, yes, exactly. What you did was actually better. <laughs> that was great. All right, a German nudist has had the last laugh for giving chase to a wild boar who had run off with a bag containing his lap- laptop. Pictures posted on social media show the naked man running after a sow and her two piglets into the mirth of fellow bathers at Berlin's Telefusisli... Or Devil's Lake. We'll call it that. Hmm. Adele Landauer. Hello from the other side. (laughs) An actor and coach who uh, says she took the pictures wrote that the man gave his all. Uh, German uh, Daily Build reports the man uh, that, uh, sorry, on Friday that the man who was not identified succeeded in recovering his pilfered laptop. Landau said she uh, showed the man in her pictures later on, and he laughed out loudly and authorized me to publish them, she says. Yeah, you can publish the pictures of my naked body. Yeah. Blur them out for me, please. If my doodle shows, please blur them out, please. I'm so glad he ran off with that sack. (laughs) Uh, how, How much does that laptop cost? Nine. All right. Wild boars are common to the forests around Berlin and can occasionally be seen venturing through city parks and searching for food. Now, I hesitate to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm putting this picture up and uh, so people can see it because this guy's funny. Let's see here. 
Yep, there you go. Look at this. Actually, there's a video. I guess Captain Kipper. The the video is probably just photos. Uh, oh, is it just photos of it happening? It's like yeah. a news story. Yeah. Yeah, I have the actual photo here. So here's the best shot of it. It's this dude just hucking down the the grass, chasing after this guy. There there are a lot of people on that nude colony beach thing, or whatever, yeah. that aren't nude. Yeah. They're just no. There's a lot of like backpackers and. Uh, yeah, how'd you like to see that coming? To, uh, I don't think it's a necessary nudist colony. I think this guy just likes to use his laptop in the nude because that means he doesn't have to keep his thumbs on the space bar. Well, then they are they are bearing the lead, you know? Like they should say, <laughs> crazy naked person chases boar through park or something like that. Sure. Well, I love that story. That guy's a, the guy's a hero, a national hero. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Hooray for him. Yeah, hooray for him. <laughs> hey Brian, I got your I got your hot new summer wear ready to go. It's called Oh, uh, it's not it's not nudist uh, uh laptop sack. Nope. It's called <laughs> No, but I like that name. It's called Brokinis. Oh, Brokinis. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's bikinis. This sounds perfect. Sounds appropriate and for, great. Yeah, for a bro. So you're a bro. Mm -hmm. and, and these are bikinis for bros, so brokinis, what you're gonna get. Brokini. Yep. Okay. Next birthday, I, I know what to get you. Um, is uh i mean is is uh speedo just not in favor the term speedo not in favor anymore um i don't know because the way these work they're a little bit different they have a strap that goes over so think borat in that one scene where he's wearing yes, that weird the, thing the, oh what is that and that thing's called something else what is that that's the uh that just called uh, the borat? A unikini no there was a name for that thing oh what was it i don't know shoot it had a name. Um, I don't remember that. It had a, it totally had a name. Um, My wife. Mankini. The Mankini, yes. Mankini's better. That's actually Mankini. better. Well, uh -huh. this thing's only got a single strap, so it's a little more fashionable, I suppose. Um, it's uh, it's basically these two dudes. Chad Sasko and Taylor Field recently launched a new business selling one-shoulder bathing suits for men. They call brokinis. While it might seem like a hilarious joke to some, Sasko and Field are dead serious about their product. In an interview with Blog T.O., that's where you go when you're serious. You go to blog mm -hmm. to blog to blog to blog to. Oh, is that what it is? Probably blog to, isn't it? I don't know. It's in caps. So listen, I thought I thought something was called uh, M O ashtray earlier. Mo ashtray. So oh yeah, right. What do I know? Yeah, uh, and, and by, for the record, Mo ashtray even is a dumb name. It's a dumb name regardless. It's hard Mo to remember. Astray, you mean, yeah, right? Mo astray. It's just a weird. It's a weird name. Yeah. Well, M O. I think like modus operandi astray. Yeah. They should do some mo, yes, modus operandi colon astray. Right. Mo it's, colon astray. Mo, mo colon ashtray. My colon ashtray. <laughs> Don't put your cigarettes near my colon. No. Anyway, uh, they explained that it's been a long time coming. We started going to bachelor parties and wearing crazy bathing suits. And when we actually saw a wrestling leotard online, we thought, hey, that could be a thing. That could be a bathing suit, he says. Then we were pretty, uh, see, they were pretty awesome. We, uh, and sorry, but. They were actually see-through. We wanted to make sure it was something you could actually swim in, so we started researching, uh, or sorry, reaching out to manufacturers and found one. Uh, they just started their venture about a week ago, so you might be lucky enough to find brokinis in stores soon. Chat room, here's a good look at it. Yeah, just uh, TVZ Gun just posted a photo that, uh, yeah, look at that. Uh, raises more questions than it answers. Oh, the TVZ Gun one's different than I got. Let's see. Let's take a look at his. <laughs> the guy on the left is a... As a poodle for a head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> I kind of do like that, actually. I don't know if I like that. And she looks like she's about to give them uh, prostate exams yeah. by the way her hands are pointed. Yeah. Well, it's always good position. to check, Brian. Always be checking. 
Yeah. Okay, so it's the same guys and the lady. That's just a weird photo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you're into it, boy, oh boy, I'm telling you now, your chances are good for getting one of these. <laughs> would you wear this? What would it take for you to wear this in public? Uh, many drinks, <laughs> many, many drinks. Actually, you know what? If this was a nerdtacular or not nerdtacular, but a, a TMS Vegas and we were up at the plaza on top of the roof and, and Barry had a, a cabana going, Barry and Tanner had their cabana going and mm-hmm. it was a hot day and the pool's open and we're having some nice little beverages out there. I'd probably put this on and, and, uh, do a little fashion show. You would have to pay me money to do it. <laughs> I couldn't. There's just no way for fun I'd wear People that. People would be paying me to go put some more clothes on. Yeah. Is what, uh, <laughs> that's what would be happening. Well, actually, that's not a bad idea. That's how you get the money is you wear the thing, and then they demand right. you take it yes, off, and you exactly. say, not unless you pay, pay me. Pay me to make it stop. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's much better than pay me to do it. Pay me to stop doing it. I'd Okay, I'll tell you what. I'd wear one 40 pounds <laughs> lighter. I'd wear one. This, that's the thing. That's the thing. If I had this and I knew, okay, we're doing TMS Vegas in 2021, and God, I hope we're doing TMS Vegas in 2021. Yeah. But um, if I if I knew that I had as, as losing a bet or something, and I would have to wear one of these, uh, I'd absolutely get back on the whole weight loss thing, full stop or full full speed ahead, mm. pulling out all the stops to. Uh, <laughs> You guys heard it here first. To, Barry, you're, I'll yeah. bet Barry does something about it. He'll hook you up. Barry? No, he won't because I think these are... Oh, I was looking at the wrong thing. I thought it was on Amazon for 550 but that's the next uh, Jeez. The next storyline. I don't know what these things cost, but... I was going to say, I hope not that. That's ridiculous. No, it's it's a different thing. All right, Barry, you heard the challenge. Barry. You do what you got to do. Barry. Barry. Jill. 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 All right, we got a final story here about... Uh, this is pretty great. <laughs> About what, Scott? <laughs> well, it's a pretty great story. Face mask has prevented a store from IDing a man who stole a three-foot, forty-pound dildo in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Oh man, look at this thing! All right, you gotta see this photo. Oh, there's a picture. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, <laughs> there you go. I'll say oh, so that briefly. thing is enormous. Yeah, it's that's, this huge thing. That's a prop. That is not, that is not, uh, oh, nobody, yeah. nobody should be using that thing. Yeah, nobody, I don't think anyone can. What, are freaking Thanos coming to town or what's going on here? <laughs> uh, I am inutable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our apologies to the 10 year old who wrote in yesterday. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, not seeing the picture, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what's going on. This guy has... So this is one of the downsides of the mask thing. Uh, identification algorithms aren't good at telling who you are. Um, FaceTime doesn't work as... Or not FaceTime, Face ID doesn't work very well. Uh, other stuff, just you can't tell who you are because you got a mask on. So this guy yep. was like, you know what? I'm going to walk in here and take this giant wiener prop and leave. And mm. if somebody goes after him, he's got a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, is there video? Hold on. Hold your horses. TMZ may have video. <gasps> yeah. They do. But these are... Okay, well, I'm wondering if these are... These are just static shots, then you're just going to get the standard. Oh, no, it's... Well, no. it's somewhat video. It's a slideshow. It's one of those, like, the, they only take one frame every 10 seconds or something. Yeah. But <laughs> this guy walks over here. Okay, looking. He's thinking, you know what? Last time I was here, I saw this thing here. 
oh yeah you know i just took it as a joke i just thought it'd be funny grabs it 40 pounds though look at him run he's hooking out of there (laughs) i'm out oh yeah yeah it looks like hitman go like he's like dirt 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 i love that video that's so funny they happen to catch him on the end. The final shot of him outside is he's just in a full run. Oh, Grand Oh, Tiff. yeah, you know, somebody just dared me to take it. So, uh, oh, yeah, you know, I just uh, thought it'd be funny. Yeah. We're going to put it up on stage. <laughs> that's the new uh, It's the new All-Stars trophy. We'll bring it every year. Right. Oh, yes. I love that idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. It'll be perfect for kids. They'll love it. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, by the way, that thing is uh, 500 bucks, 550 bucks on Amazon. So you were mentioning yeah, before that price. That's yeah. crazy. No wonder he wanted it. All right. Anyway. Uh, by the way, he crammed. <laughs> I love the language yeah, here. I think you could take that back and get your get money back for it? Like, I, I mean, I know he couldn't take it back to this store because they know, but you couldn't like say, oh, hey, Amazon, I bought this. Uh, can I send it back? They're not going to take it back. No, no, no. You could, But you could put it on Amazon for like, or sorry, uh, eBay or something for like 300 Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah there you go. Sell it secondhand. Uh, he allegedly crammed gently the f- used. Yeah, gently used. <laughs> he allegedly crammed the phallus into a white sedan similar to a Dodge Caliber. So if anyone sees a Dodge Caliber, which is a car I've never heard of, did he get it in there through the tailpipe? <laughs> no, he got <laughs> too big. Too big. <laughs> tailpipe wasn't ready for that part of the relationship. <laughs> Gotta take some take some more time. Uh, all right, there's there's that story. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom will be here for a little tech time. And we'll do recommendals. No Nicole today. She's busy uh, teaching. She's got homeschooling going on. But Brian and I do have recommendations to make, and we'll make them after this break right. with a song from Brian. What do you got? Yeah, we're uh, going to Norway to a small town called Nordfjordeid. Nordfjordeid or Nordfjordeid. N-O-R-D-F-J-O-R-D. So Nord. Fjord and then EID. So sure. Nord Fjord ID. Sure. Um, this has been called Disease. They're a uh, punk slash hard rock band. Um, it's like a punk sound with um, Stone Roses uh, style vocals, which I really, really like. In 2019, they released their first EP, which was called Straight Shot. Uh, this is from that EP, six songs. Uh, the one we're going to be playing is called Do It To Yourself. Do It By Yourself. Do It with yourself mm. hold on i scrolled down by yourself. do it by yourself yeah. here's disease <laughs> do it by yourself all right here we go we'll see you guys in a minute
talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS Priority Mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Simpro online from Pitney Bowes. Hey, you guys. This episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Remember the days when you were ready to go? Remember that? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS, just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters, Grace and Frankie, the family business, the Crow Oz, reminding you guys that I am now on Cameo. So when you want to give a shout out to the special people in your lives, the special occasions, who are you going to call? The Morning Stream. That's my safety word. And we're back, everybody. That yeah. was one of my favorite Indian the Middles I've ever heard. Oh, really? Yep. Awesome. Something, yeah. something about it. it was, something got me. It's a rocker, man. And it, um, they're, they're, all their stuff is like that. Disease. Spelled with two Zs. D-I-Z-E-A-Z-E from their brand new EP, Straight Shot. I am going to listen to more of those guys. You should. I thought that was very good. Um, all right. Well, we're back. So that means 
Scott has to get his poop together. Here we go. <laughs> We're going to call our good pal Ace Detect, otherwise known as Tom Merritt, who will join us here and talk about technology, which is always fun. Here's oh, his good. opening. Your poops together. Oh, our poops are together. These are their stories. No, no, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Hey, everybody, look, it's Tom's side camera. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite view. Oh, I Discord Tom. did that. It does. It Tom's did that. side camera. It's Tom's side camera. How do I fix that, Discord? Well, it's part of tech. You know, we got to learn it, mm-hmm. we have to know it. We have to have enough of it in our lives Let's to figure get it out. you back on track. Yeah. You're going to click the right button. And there he goes. Hey. Wow. It was magic. Yeah. Magic. It was like magic. Uh, hey, everybody. Look who it is. It's Tom Merritt. He's on. Uh, oh, hi. He comes on, on Wednesdays. We didn't have a show last week, so it was a bummer not having him because who knows what happened in tech. We're all lost. We have a hole in our gear. Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah, nothing hear. Nothing much happened. You know, uh, There's a little legal stuff. It's probably boring. involves a, a gaming company and a, and a phone maker. <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to talk about that at all. <laughs> but. Yeah. Did I? By the way, did I play Jury's intro and not Tom's? Did I do that? Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. I meant to play this. With the computer, as with well, why did I do that? The concept and direction must come from the man. Honestly, I was scrambling. Clip will now retire. <laughs> I was about to, you know, launch into my summary of the Republican National Convention. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm a little uh, confabulated today, but that's okay. It'll all clear no up by the Daily Tech News Show because that's what it needs to be. I got to be able to be uh, smart on my on my crap. But Tom's and always live with it. Yeah. Live with it. Uh, you're gonna get. You're gonna give us the rundown on the magic keyboard for our patrons. That's, That's right. Cool. In fact, I was just gonna. Well, I don't have it down here. It's upstairs. But I was, uh, we're definitely gonna talk about that thing. Is it worth it? Is it sturdy? Does it truly make the iPad Pro into a usable uh, ne- uh, notebook replacement? Find oh, out if you're. A you're patron. talking about this thing. Oh yeah, Brian's got one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. I can't wait to hear what you think of it. You love yours, right? You've been enjoying it. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to skew the review. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't skew the review. <laughs> Actually, skew the review is a pretty good show title. Write that down. Skew the review. Yeah, write that down. It's not bad. Yeah. Anyway, Tom Merritt is here. He's going to tell us about what's happening, what's bubbling to the front of the tech news today. Yeah, I mean, I, you guys have probably talked about the Epic Apple stuff. Is there any? Is there anything else you, you want to add um, uh, to that? I mean, we have. It's like... Where I'm at with it is, uh, it's funny. I'm I'm of I'm of multiple minds on it. I actually I, I think the seventy thirty split, which isn't just an Apple thing, but um, they are you know they're, they're a they're a prime example and maybe the biggest example of the seventy thirty split. I don't love that. I think there should be splits that are in more favor of developers, and I think there's plenty of examples out there. Developers agree with you. Yeah, they and they should, especially smaller Apple ones. Apple doesn't. Yeah, Apple does not. So Microsoft, so or that's, Sony, or <laughs> Android right. or mm-hmm. or yeah. anyone really. Um, Actually, Epic Epic agrees with you because they do an eighty-eight percent split. I think. Yeah. Uh, Actually, they give for Unreal Engine. They even give it free up to if you make less than a million dollars off your game. Yeah, they have a. I mean, they're in their position to do this. They obviously. practice what they preach. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but um, then on the other hand, I think that uh, while while that may be true, and that we should be heading toward a place where a better cut is available for everybody on all platforms, uh, I think that. They handled it weirdly and are a little bit tone deaf and tried to make it seem like they're an underdog in this. And I don't like seeing billion dollar companies have slap fights and pretend that they're for why, the people. Why does this analysis that you're giving, which is incredibly common and yeah. not just from you, why does it bother me? I don't know. I don't know why it bothers uh, because, you. Because you're not the first person to say, like, I just don't like the, the tone of this dispute. 
My mm. my gut reaction is, who the f cares what the tone is? Well, who the, uh, you know, Patrick Beja said the same thing. Almost all of our listeners, one way or another, whether they're you know saying, oh, I think Epic's right or I think Apple's right, they're like, I, it's just not a good tone. It's like, well, what tone were you supposed here, to? Take? Here, here's the tone. I think that they, or here's the reason the tone's a problem. It's disingenuous for them to. Well, it's, a, it's a it's a legal fight between corporations. No, it is. We, it we is. Expect but, it to be genuine. No, no, no. Here's what I, here's I what know, I expect but, it to be. I expect actually Apple did what I expected. I'm, and I'm sorry, Scott, that I don't mean to pick on you here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, I'm I'm happy to answer for everybody on this. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think Apple did what everyone expected Apple to do. They doubled down and held to their policy. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty straightforward response, honestly. Uh, you may not like it, and we may not like the policy itself, but they did what they do. They enforced their TOS. In Epic's case, they, they're they playing a game with their players that are treating their players like they're a little bit dumb to all this. You're saying because they're, because they're not backing down. Not that, no. It's them going, oh, look what Apple's doing. How draconian. We're putting out a video that mimics their 1984 video. Who's the oppressor now? And it's I mean, all... you're right. You're absolutely right. But who cares? Like, I do. This is a it legal an... dispute. I do. Yeah, it annoys like, me. Like blah blah blah. So what? It annoys me. Yeah, because it doesn't if, make them wrong. If it, it was, ju- no, right. it doesn't. You're absolutely right. But that's the problem. Go ahead and have your legal dispute. Why? Why are they bothering to to play uh, to play you know underdog and with their players? A major Tom, because Tom uh, <laughs> in the chat says it's a legal fight and a PR fight. And you know what? I think you crystallized it for me. I don't care about the PR fight. I don't care about PR usually. I think PR is just a bunch of guff and it's all fluffy and you should never pay any attention to it anyway. So I'm focusing on the legal fight and yet everyone else is focusing on the PR fight. Well, because PR, that's why PR fights happen is because you're trying to win the hearts and minds of people. So you know what? I get it now. You're you're talking about the PR aspect of, of this and how what the Epic is doing is bugging you. And that's perfectly legitimate. Whereas I'm like, yeah, but PR, that's just never important anyway, which is also, which is disingenuous on my part, because of course it's important because it sways hearts and minds. That's why it exists. Right. I just, I think that if they were just, I don't, I don't know if they were more boring about it, I would respect the effort more. And I don't know why that, I don't know why that's the thing with me. I just, I, you know what it is? is I just, I'm tired of voices trying to pretend like they've got my interests at heart when this got nothing to do with what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what no, they're doing. I get, I get that. I, I always assume that those voices are always manipulative anyway, so I ignore them. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's exactly, that's why it's bugging me and why we should do better at ignoring them. You're That is a good yeah, thing yeah. to do. If you're already ignoring them, if you're in a default state of going, well, here comes a PR that I ignore, that's, I admire that. That's harder for me to get there. Because sure. No, and, I, and, and trust me, it's it's not something that I haven't worked on for twenty years or so. so. <laughs> I mean, I I'm always bumping up against it, and then I'll ha- kind of have a moment of realization where I'm like, oh, why is this any different than anything else? It's like politics or anything else. Nobody's telling you any yeah, anything yeah. that they really mean. Well, it's just you it's, know. It's somebody in the chat who said this because uh, it was really astute. Uh, uh, Doctor uh, or Dreadnecks uh, says that I'm doing the opposite of Justin. Justin talks about the public perception, not the law. I'm talking about the law, not the Mm. public perception. But I think we're both having the same point. Justin talks about the public perception in in order to sort of, you know, help you understand it, you know, pull the scales from your eyes and see that it's happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas I'm I'm just more like, let me get, like I did a legal breakdown on DTNS yesterday of the decision Mm -hmm. of why the judge said that Unreal Engine could stick around, but Fortnite could stay blocked. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and, and I think it's important to get to that part of it and understand like, okay, well, what is the actual law here? Cause that's, what's going to guide whether there's an antitrust thing and, and who ends up winning the case and how long it's going to take and all that. And that sort of stuff is, uh, quite interesting to me because that that's how you get to the reality of what's going to happen here. The, you know, the funny commercials and all of that, that's not going to determine anything except again, how you feel, which is important. Yeah, I guess so. In the case of Apple pulling or trying to say, Hey, your tools aren't going to be available for Mac development anymore or any of that or iOS development outside of this Fortnite thing. That felt like a really petty thing for Apple to do. And that may have been them saying, well, legally we can do this because the TOS breaking breaks across the board. Uh, It's easy for the public to perceive that as petty and and retaliatory, right? right. right? And honestly, I don't think it, I, I don't think in the case anyway, uh, and Apple's certainly not being petty in, in public. They're trying to play the injured party. Like, look, Epic could fix this anytime, right? Mm. That's their PR stance. Yeah. Like, we're the victim here. Yeah. Uh, and and in the legal sense, it was like, hey, man, they broke their terms. Mm-hmm. You know, if we let them get away with it, then the next person that breaks their terms are like, well, you let Epic get away with it. And they mm-hmm. kept their developer account. Mm-hmm. So I think Apple had to do that. Yeah. I think they had to, to stick their feet in the ground. What the judge decided, which I thought was interesting, is one, uh, they they put a temporary restraining order. This isn't a decision. I think that's important not to lose sight of. This is a, what should the status quo be during the case to cause the minimum amount of harm before we decide who's right or not? And the judge said, well, look, if, if they can't do Unreal Engine, that's going to hurt a bunch of third parties. Yeah. That's going to hurt a bunch of other people's innocent bystanders to this case. And that's not good. There's lots of precedent for protecting that. So that's one reason we're going to let Unreal Engine stand, even if it is in violation of the terms. The other thing she found that was really interesting was there are multiple developer agreements between Epic and Apple and multiple versions of Epic agreeing to them Mm. epic domestic epic international and she's like look epic international has a developer agreement here that doesn't seem to have been breached by the Fortnite thing Mm. so you've got a uh, this company has an agreement under which they can continue to uh to develop unreal and so there's the other reason we're gonna let this well and that's the other that's another really good point to take away from this it's always more nuanced and complicated than we are than than we get a view on necessarily and so we count on shows like dtns and other things to to break some of that stuff down and tell us about it so that it, you know, so it's not just this simple bad company did bad thing to bad company, <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. just, and that's where I get annoyed because I don't like getting roped into the simplicity. Totally. Cause totally, I know yeah. it's not simple. I know it's not it, like it was you, never you, simple. Say, I want to thank you. You've helped me understand this. I'm like, Oh, now I, now I, I have a better appreciation of, of <laughs> the normal human being. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> reaction to this. <laughs> The average person's non uh, non law response. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I it, it's an interesting thing, and I'm glad to hear that happened yesterday because I want to go listen to it. But if you had to predict how this ends up, it, what do you think's going to happen? I mean, do you think it'll do you think it'll actually be enough pressure either from courts or public opinion or otherwise for Apple and therefore in some sort of trickle down way, other services like Steam and Microsoft Store and PlayStation Store, all these things to to change from a seventy thirty split to something more developer friendly uh you know i i do think it, there's a good chance i don't know if it's even the majority chance but there's a good chance that apple and epic come to an arrangement similar to amazon and apple and the amazon apple arrangement i think it's uh exaggerated sometimes apple didn't create a special deal for amazon which is what epic is saying yeah. apple created a new deal 
for Amazon that other companies can and have taken advantage of. Right. And that new deal is if you create a video service uh, and, and there's some definitions about how big it is and what's offered in it uh, that will plug into the Apple TV app. Mm-hmm. and share certain things with us, right. then we will let you do in-app purchases, in which case we wouldn't. Okay. And Epic, this is where you're you're right. Epic kind of throwing stones and like, oh, you made a special deal with Amazon rubs me the wrong way because I'm like, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. But where Epic does have a, a leg to stand on is you did make an exception to the in-app payment thing for a certain class of stuff. You've made exceptions before for sort of quote-unquote reader apps Uh, so why not give us a new exception? And I think there's a way that they could come up with something. Mm. I don't know what it is. And certainly Epic's approach here isn't going to make it easy for Apple to agree to because they, they didn't win them over with kindness. They're, they're now using the stick instead of the carrot. Um, but Apple's not going to love the idea of fighting this out for years and it will take years. So maybe that pressure will finally let let them come out with a win. You, you got to have Apple be able to come out and say like, well, you know, if you just asked for this in the first place, we could have avoided this whole thing, right? You got to yeah. let them save face and and Epic to be able to say, we, we've won a victory for the developers and everybody can now take advantage of this new thing. I, I think they'll come up with something. I, I do. Yeah, I hope so too, actually. Because um, in the end, I think, well, whatever, Epic's a it's a huge part of every uh, ecosystem that involves anything to do with graphics. They're forgetting about Fortnite for a minute. <laughs> like Unreal Engine is a ubiqu- has a ubiquity that very few things have anymore as far as tools and foundations go in this world. So, so yeah, that would be good. Um, do you think there was ever any good faith negotiation happening before all this fallout? Like, they yeah, were- in fact, in, in one of Apple's filings, they included a bunch of emails between Tim Sweeney and Apple uh, where where they were, they were trying. Like, Tim Sweeney did email Phil Schiller and others at Apple saying like, hey, man, we, we want to do this. Why won't you let us do it? We yeah. were able to get Microsoft, you know, to, to soften up. What about y'all? Uh, and Apple just kind of held its line. I was like, well, that's just not, that's not the way we work. I know you'd like it to be that way, but we like doing it the way we do it. And we don't see that you, we have to change. And so we're not. Yeah. It's just so weird and complicated. You start to think about like, there's brand new Sony investment in Epic, which kind of made a big splash in the news for, you know, gaming press earlier this year. And they're not yelling at Sony for having their their seventy thirty split or Microsoft, split, or Microsoft for that matter. And and Tim Sweeney has addressed that. He says consoles are a different situation. They're they're kind of a, a locked in system anyway. He's like they're not an open platform like a phone. Like a phone should be an open platform. And remember, Epic's going after Google too. It's just they're they're not going right. after Google as as in as mean of a way. And and Android isn't as locked down as iOS. Right. You can still sideload that thing in there and yeah, do yeah. other things, but. Well, anyway, I, I the whole thing overall is kind of fascinating, and it'll be interesting to see if anything shakes out of it. That's part of what I like checking into the Daily Tech News Show for. So, Tom, uh, that's what we'll do today at 2.30, Mountain Time. I'll be there, and then later, like you said, we'll be recording a Live With It, which will go to patrons. I'm very excited about that. Uh, anything else you want to mention today? before? You know, we if we hadn't ended up talking about Epic and Apple, uh, we've got some crazy phone form factors uh, on the horizon coming Ooh. out. Uh, swivels and flip over cameras and, and stuff. We're going to talk about a couple of those today. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty weird. All right. So we'll call, we'll talk about those things. That'll be great. Don't forget too. current geek is uh, launching on the oh, first yeah. 
Yep, we got, well, I shouldn't say launching. It's launched, but our second full episode hits on the 1st of uh, September, and then it is released weekly the entire season after that. Um, there's a supplemental episode I just put up yesterday that is basically sort of a roundtable with us and our producers and talking about everything that we're doing, why we're doing it, how we do it. And, uh, of course, additional thanks to everybody for helping support the Kickstarter that made this possible. So if you haven't already subbed up to it, it's super easy. Just go to currentgeek.com, sub up to the RSS feed and or any service you get your podcasts on. Spotify, it's on Amazon, music, it's everywhere. Wherever you want it, it's there. And uh, start letting us know what you think. I'm really excited about our second episode, which hits... Like I said, again, oh, on September yeah. 1st. Wanna, if you're not subscribed to Current Geek already, you want to get subscribed before that episode hits. Uh, it's got Joey Image, Justin Robert mm-hmm. Young, mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Dirks. Uh, uh, and we're, we're, we're figuring out wrestling. Yeah. Scott and I as outsiders <laughs> are, are, are coming into the world of wrestling, eyes wide open, going, okay, explain why. And they do. Yeah. And it works. And yeah. you're going to love it. It's such a fun episode. We finally get it. We what fin- I heard. We yeah. finally. Oh, have you heard it? Oh, good. This is the, this is the one that I previewed and, and I love it. That's awesome. I so yeah, good. it's I'm very excited about the feedback for that one because I think it, that one turned out just amazing. Our producers are killing it. It's going to be great. Again, more details at currentgeek.com. Get Current Geek Chronicles today. All right. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Tom, have a fantastic day and I'll see you at you too. Bye now. <laughs> All right. Cool. Brian, how are you? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Sorry, I was getting a little, I was getting passionate about the uh, Epic oh, Apple the epic, thing. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a weird again, deal. That's why I sit back sometimes and it's a passion. That happened with guests. Passion. Passion. Uh, we are now to the point of the show where normally Nicole's here, but she's not today. She's busy and we're going to do this without her. So here's this. <laughs> Time for us to do recommendals, things we've seen on streaming services that we like and want to forward on to you mm-hmm. if you have said streaming services. Uh, the tradition here is that Brian always begins, and he has two today. I've got two. Yeah. So start with the one that I've been watching with Tina. Um, this is uh, a series, and we are we are enthralled with it. Ooh. Okay. Well, now I'm, now I'm peaked. Here we go. Let's find out what this is. Hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, Tom. What's going on? I'm going to see you in the office anytime soon. Uh, not that soon. I'm, uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. actually driving. What's your ETA? Uh, about 12 hours. I'm, I'm, I'm in Canada. Excuse me? Canada? Canada with the healthcare and the ennui? Why is that suck? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm driving my grandpa down for Thanksgiving. Oh, Greg, f*** your grandpa. You, okay, you're on, you're on speakerphone, Tom. Well, I shouldn't be, Greg. <laughs> I know, I, but I'm driving, so I can't, like, the, so you are. You're still on it. Okay, Greg, so um, hurry up, because I got a little job for you. And, uh, yeah, I'm being nice, because I'm on speakerphone. But if I wasn't on speakerphone, I'd be being, should we say, somewhat less agreeable? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? All right, see ya. So, yeah, it's good. It's rough and tumble. You know, he's, uh, I call him a dicky, too. He's pretty lonely and, and afraid, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I already want to watch it. What is this? This is the HBO show. A few people in the chat room got it. It's the HBO show called Succession. Oh. 
this uh this has two seasons out and it follows the story of the roy family uh led by matriarch uh logan roy played by brian cox who i thought is this was like hardcore fantastic. drama is it like a comedy ish it's got some comedy elements um uh, there's some very very funny bits to it mm-hmm. and it's it's produced by uh co-produced by will ferrell so adam mckay will ferrell who did um uh the big uh uh the big short not big short big short yeah big short why does that not sound right yeah okay. yeah automated big, big short and also a vice uh right or right Ch- the cheney movie right uh yes yeah. right vice yep yeah. uh anyway so this uh, follows the story of this this family this wealthy family that's in all of these media properties kind of kind of loosely uh connected not connected but if you think the murdochs mm. um it's kind of similar where you've got the matriarch and then his four kids who are kind of like, all right, well, who's taking over when he dies and what's going to happen here? Um, this, this show is so great and it deserves all the accolades, uh, that it's getting, um, uh, 18 nominations at the primetime Emmy awards for, uh, Brian Cox, uh, Kieran Culkin, who's in this show, Sarah Snook, who's fantastic as this, uh, character named uh, Siobhan or Shiv mm. for short, James Cromwell, Cherry Jones. Um, it is Alan Ruck plays uh, the oldest child. Oh my gosh. Uh, Cameron, Cameron uh, Fry from uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I love Alan He's Ruck. great. I mean, it's, it's like, it, it's a, uh, it's a great show following this family and um, yeah, the best example. It, okay. It's like if game of Thrones took place in the mad men universe it would be succession. Oh, wow. Except it's modern. <laughs> Actually, th- this makes me more inclined to see it sooner than I was. I, I was kind of holding back because I'm just like, do I really want to watch a really like cutthroat, horrible people, yeah. family movie thing or TV show? And I kind of sure. just been holding off on it. But that clip plus, you know, now I'm reading on the Wikipedia page, they're calling it a satirical comedy drama. I didn't know that. The, yeah. the previews yeah. make it seem so dead serious. And a lot of it is dead serious, but there's there's some humor mostly with uh, Tom, who you heard in that clip, Greg, who you hear in that clip. Um, Kieran Culkin is one of the worst family members ever to be portrayed on a TV show. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm yeah. down. I like well, Kieran Culkin. Hunter in, this, in the current season um, or in the most recent season. Uh, yeah, it's it's really, really good. And um absolutely worth checking out karen culkin was in uh one of the culkins maybe it wasn't him they were in oh no it was him in fargo he played rye gerhardt he was great in that nice macaulay is uh 40 today i believe whoa really yeah yeah good lord (laughs) macaulay culkin 40 melissa mccarthy 50 and uh somebody else was 30 is that right or do i have it backward do i have it messed up i don't know 30 that's only 50 years younger than Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Exactly. That's weird to think about. All right. Uh, Well, I'm going to finally dig in. I think, I think I'll watch this thing. You should. HBO max is where you can see that one. Mm. And it's also where you can see my other recommendal for which we will play the clip now. Here you go. My family thinks I died in a car crash seven years ago. My daughter's probably grown up without a father. My wife's probably moved on, but they deserve to know. And they can decide what to do with it. Thank you for everything you've done. But this isn't me. 
I'm thrilled beyond belief for you that you're walking. That you finally feel like you. All I wanted was to give you a gentle place to land. A second chance. And I appreciate that. I think you're ready to listen to this. I have no idea. All right. Well, uh, you you might have guessed because I talked about it last week that I was getting or, or a couple weeks ago I was getting ready to sit down and watch it. That is Brendan Fraser, who you're hearing there in the robot voice, and then your uh, your oh. other person is Timothy Dalton. Got it. Um, that is Doom Patrol from uh, also from HBO Max. Um, this might be the best thing I've ever seen Greg Berlanti do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't know it was a Greg Berlanti joint. I thought it was. Uh, it is. Oh, I had yeah. no idea. I thought it was just He's its own exact- thing because it was. Uh, well, what was it? DC Direct only or whatever it was called before. Uh, DC Universe only. Yeah. Um. Yes, and I don't think I. I I'm guessing that it's not. Um. In the Berlanti verse with all the other CW stuff or all the CW stuff. Um. This this uh, uh this is head and shoulders above Arrow and the Flash and. And all that stuff. It's probably closest comparison, though, is probably Legends of Tomorrow. Mm. It's like if you did Legends of Tomorrow using the feel and style of Umbrella Academy, then um, you'd end up with Doom Patrol. Isn't Doom Patrol also a little edgier, a little more, you know, less WB Much, sort of stuff? CW? Way, yeah, they, they do stuff on here that they definitely could not do on the cw and it's not even really so much the nudity it's just the the level the depth and level of storytelling that really require um the stuff that that cw audiences probably uh would shy away from well then free berlanti man let him let him loose let him do exactly uh, harder stuff uh so in addition to those guys you've also got uh matt bomer um who trying to think of what else he's been in he's very familiar although he's he's covered up by bandages or at least his character is covered up by bandages you hear his voice Mm -hmm. uh and diane guerrero who i'm ashamed to tell you that it took me about eight episodes to figure out what i knew her from but she was one of the inmates in orange is the new black you remember the um the two quote-unquote cute inmates who uh did like did a youtube makeup thing for a while and uh right Oh, here she is. Yep. Yes. Okay. That's what she's from. Okay. That's what oh, she's yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She's the one that fell for the cop in that first season or yes, whatever. Yes, okay. Exactly. All right. Uh no, no, that was uh that you somebody, fell for the guard. Or the no, guard is what I mean. Uh, yeah, not the cop. That was Daya. Oh, different, different girl? Different. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean. not Flocka, but the one that Flocka was was always with. And I can't uh, remember her character. Oh, name. right, anyway. right, right. Yeah. Um I confused Yeah, it. it is uh so this is based on a DC comics uh superhero team um kind of the anti-team you know they're they're not superheroes in the in the true sense of the word um oh how how could i forget to mention probably my favorite actor in this thing of everybody is alan tudyk who mm. plays mr nobody the robot uh, right the robot guy or whatever he is no the robot guy is uh brendan fraser oh, oh. um alan tudyk is the enemy and he's uh he plays mr nobody and it's one of the coolest looking villains ever on a uh, a comic book tv show interesting not to be yeah. confused with uh alan wendick uh, no <laughs> no i like that better i was gonna say mr nobody the movie from uh 
what's his name? There's a whole movie called Mr. Nobody, but it's not, oh, yeah. not related yeah. to this. But no, I like Alan Wondick. I like Alan Wondick. It's pretty good. <laughs> Don't I, confuse them, though. I, I've been wanting to see this forever, and I've read some of the comics and really liked it. The more recent run. I mean, it came out in the 80s, I think, but the, the more recent yeah. run of it's very good. And, and uh, I don't this know. This absolutely makes me want to check out the comics. It's also got Cyborg from uh, the Teen Titans in there. There's a crossover. Unfortunately, the Titans stuff has not made it over to HBO Max yet, mm. um, nor has Swamp Thing. But I'm hoping that if this if this does well on HBO Max, then or brings a lot of people to HBO Max, then I'm hoping that they bring Titans over as well because I really want to see those. Heard uh, um, I heard nothing nothing but good about um, Titans uh, that and but but also Swamp Thing. Like Swamp Thing was supposed to oh, be just like great. I know, and it only lasted one season. Swamp Thing yeah. got. Did one and got canceled, and it, it, it supposedly was the best of all of these. Well, if it does well on Max, like if they do bring it over to Max and it does well, then maybe we'll mm-hmm. get some more. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, it's great. So check out um, Succession and Doom Patrol. You can probably guess which one I'm watching with Tina and which one I'm watching uh, <laughs> on my own. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's so good. And for those, before I get any emails... We know he. We know Brian meant patriarch, not matriarch, when he was talking about Brian Cox's character in Succession. Did I know. say matriarch? I thought I said patriarch. You said matriarch. Did I really but say matriarch? Yeah. And the, oh. chat, and the chat room was all like patriarch, patriarch, and I'm like, well, oh. he knows, he knows. I missed. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I could have sworn I said patriarch, but yes, no, I it's know like, that uh, Brian knows Ma that. And pa, I know the difference. <laughs> right. I also know that you know that clip I played was for Justin, not Tom. It's just sometimes you say stuff or thing, do things, and you forget. That's right. So don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. You know, Chester was a cheetah. That's right. Stop it. <laughs> Well, I, I can't actually claim that. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, all right, here's mine. It is. Uh, let's move over to Netflix and uh, check out this docu-series. Everybody else has already done text, interactive stories, or adventure games. You know what we need to do? And I said, what? We need to go beyond that. We need to add graphics to it. And I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. There was just one problem. What Ken proposed had never been done. I love a good technical challenge. And since computers are new, everything was new and cool. Everything was new and cool. Yeah, this this got put on my list as soon as I heard about it. And I can't wait to start watching. Probably as soon as I finish uh, Doom Patrol, but high score. Yeah, Netflix. high score. Netflix, it's a multi-part docu-series um i'm actually not 100 percent complete with it yet i just haven't had time but i will finish it i'm past i just got past the mortal Kombat like freak out uh early 90s night trap like violence is going to mm-hmm. kill our kids uh episode which is super interesting mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that stuff i already knew and in fact we have one of our current geek chronicles episodes talks all about that era so it's it was fun to s- sort of see that and go oh yeah we got all this stuff right in our <laughs> in our prep for that. But anyway, uh, it's great. If you love video games and the history of them, and also if there's stuff you just thought, you thought you knew everything, and I know a lot about game history. It's a big part of my life. It's been a huge part of my life since Space Invaders, and my dad had an arcade, and like I have been in it to win it since then. The gaming world and I get along real well. But there is stuff in this series I had no idea about. Really? There was a, there was a console that put you put used cartridges in Way before the Atari Twenty Six Hundred did it, really? Uh, okay. That no one's heard of. It was made by a African American uh, engineer who no one's heard of, and you get to talk to his kids and learn about what that thing was and where it came from. It was fascinating. So, 
If you want to know like the early days of Madden, like how Madden even happened, mm-hmm. nutsoid. Hmm. John Madden stuff about how he won't fly in a plane. There's amazing little bits in there. <laughs> so really the uh, I can't remember where I saw a review. Maybe it was Paste or something like that. But said that it was. Eh, it's really just surface level. They don't get into the depth of the, that we'd like. But you're enjoying it, and I, oh, I, I feel much. like if you're enjoying it, then this is the thing for me. Very much. It's not if if if, if people are looking for just a totally to the bone, exactly chronological historical record here. You're probably mm-hmm. not going to get that. What you're going to get instead is a little bit of jumping around. And there'll be times where they'll really like this one. I played in the clip. It's about the first time there was ever an adventure game that what that had any graphics in it. That was the that was the whole story and right. how big of a deal that is. And that, you know, the modern games like, you know, your Skyrims or your whatever's of today owe them, you know, owe a lot to this, to this original thing. And, uh, and yeah, they those, go yeah. way back to that stuff. And. So what they do is they hit some of those big points, but they don't talk about the one that came right after or the one that came right after that. They jump around. It's like, sure. this was a sure. big deal. Or here's why Pac-Man was a huge deal. And here's how Miss Pac-Man came out of the most ridiculous. You'll be, uh, if you don't know the story about Miss Pac-Man, it's crazy how that came about. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. But then, they, then they'll talk about this weird thing where Miss Pac-Man was the only female protagonist in a video game. Like right up until Street Fighter 2 when freaking Chun-Li Jeez, was a playable like, fighter. Like, yeah. Like crazy wow. stuff like that. Otherwise, they were like damsels in distress or princesses or whatever. So they have a whole section on that. And so it's it's a lot of jumping around. I know some people don't like that pacing. They would like to just start with 1969 and then just go every year and learn about everything. And there's there, I, I think that would be neat, too. But I don't think you can do that for a, a documentary that's meant to please a lot of people. So so I really liked it. Um, I think cool. it's great. So it's totally worth Totally Sold it time. for me. That's uh, that's all I needed to hear. Is if you you know if you like it, and you don't think it's it's uh, uh, it doesn't talk about the things you'd want to hear about. Then um, then I'm then I'm all over it. Hits all the all all the big stuff, and then a few things I had cool. no idea about, which cool. is which is cool. So anyway, check it out. That's uh, High Score available now on Netflix. Okay, cool. Brian. Before we go, we have an opportunity. Brian, would you like this new opportunity? Welcome to my seminar. Um, we were glad to have you here. Uh, free breakfast. Would you like an opportunity <laughs> here? Hold on. Let me put down my free Danish, uh, which is a little dry <laughs> on the edges. And uh, yes, uh, tell me about this opportunity. Well, you have an opportunity today since you're here at our at our, uh, at our beautiful coastal uh, timeshare. How much would you pay? <laughs> uh, to hear a mashup, really. This is just an all set up to hear a mashup. It's a bonus mashup today. And uh, it's a sing-along, so uh, I know you're going to enjoy this. I know I will because Brian sings a lot on the show, and this is probably proof of that. Big thanks to Jamie for sending this. This is called Lean On Me. Enjoy. For a while. I tried to discover When you're sitting at the table, there'll be monkeys and chickens and sweaty Uncle Bob. I want my job back, job back, job back. I want my job back, job back, job back. Chili's we're huge dicks. Are you not entertained? He says at the end. I'm going to throw this phone at you if you don't shut up. You have to take your clothes off. They don't do that. Don't have to. To you have, have a to. good time. Yep. Oh, oh no. no. We should go out and 
pull weeds to keep the yard clean. Oh, yeah. I rang the phone. I rang the phone for you. I went to take a poop, and it was all yellow. When you go to the bathroom, you'll find I've got fancy soap dishes. And if you put your hand in the tub, you might have it bitten off. Wake me up. When I'm the piano man. Oh, that Crappy doesn't work. Fun. <laughs> are you going to sing September Ends or are you going to sing Piano Man on that one? It's just one of those we things. We can build this dream together. Garbage song. You never know what you're going to get. The first time I ever saw a dead sex doll next to the train tracks. Kiefer Sutherland told me that he killed it. But I think he did something more sinister with it. Shooby-dooby-doo, we need more pylons. Shooby-dooby-doo, my life for iron. I hate his shooby-doo period. Why me, blah, 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 and when do I get my paycheck? Scooby-doo, yeah. fill my drink and let me get the hell out of here. It's a bad, it's a bad version of that song. It's bad. It's really bad. It's horrendous. I don't remember most of that, so. I know. I, I remember Lean on Me, but boy, I don't remember half of that stuff. No, we don't ever remember the stuff we knew. But we like doing it. Hey, look at this. We got one of these. Fan service. Time for some fan service. Aiken wrote in. Says, hey, Scoot and Boot. My name is Aiken Pierce, and I'm a longtime listener, and I love you guys. Film Sack was my gateway drug to all frog pants. I'm a graphic designer, and I was furloughed in May due to COVID-19. Only a minor, sorry, only a month after we bought our first house, and now I'm struggling to find work. My grandfather is a carpenter and has given me some equipment, and I have started making stuff. Oh, man, this is the kind of fan service we love, all right? This is, mm. this is great. Uh, okay. This led to me and my wife starting putting things on our Etsy store, Two Nerds and a Dog, which you can find at Etsy.com. Just search for Two Nerds and a Dog with the number two for the two part. Uh, we have BB-8 ratings, Nintendo wooden pixel art, currently Mario and Link with some others coming, Baby Yoda ornaments, and Batman and Joker totem sculptures. So also, just to clarify... Yeah. It's his typo, not yours. Uh, they're BB-8 earrings. Oh, it says ratings. Okay, yeah. Earrings. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad uh, you said BB-8 that. BB-8 gives, uh, gives these earrings two thumbs up. Yeah, he just gives you a rating whenever you need it. <laughs> uh, Baby Yoda ornaments, Batman and Joker sculptures. Also, he says, um, here's my freelance Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash ap87graphics. I have done some work that was featured in Amazon's Marvelous Miss Maisel, as well as a lot of other custom pool and poker tables. Anyway, we, uh, like most people, are just trying to make it all work during these crazy, uncertain times. The Frog Pants family really helps me keep sane and optimistic about things. Thanks for the fan service segment and all you guys do. Glove the Dojo. Thanks, Aiken. Well, I think that's great, and I want to go check this stuff out. So two nerds and a dog is where you'll get it. There is some amazing wooden pixel Marios that look (laughs) so cool, like made with uh, wooden cubes. And uh, these things are amazing. Yeah, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hold on. I got to just drop I'm something. I'm putting a link in the uh, chat room to go check these out. Yeah, look at this stuff, you guys. Look at these pictures. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The Batman and Joker character sculptures are really cool, look too. Look at those BB-8 ratings. Just kidding. Earrings. <laughs> I give them a 9 out of 10. 
Oh, these are really good. Very, yeah. very nice. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Available now. Two nerds, Two nerds and a dog. And a dog. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send in your own little uh, thing about what you're making, you got a little project going. You got a little, uh, you know, art thing. You're making stuff. Somebody like Bill who's like building props or whatever. Whatever. Let okay. us know. We'd love to share your info and get people uh, over to where you're at. Okay? Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. by the way, the morning stream at gmail.com is where to send those, as well as all your correspondence. You can also uh, contact us via the Patreon page at patreon.com slash TMS if you're a patron. And if you are, oh boy, howdy, do you get lots of extra stuff, including this Saturday. We're doing a play date in the morning, right around 11, we think. No. Well, whenever we're done. Yeah. Yeah. About 11. About yeah, 11. When we finish up uh, Film Sack. Yeah. yeah. Sack of film. 11 uh, a.m. Mountain Time, the only time's on that matters. It'll happen on Saturday, and we'll play some uh, some games. Some games. I really want to play that one again. What was the one that we really liked last session? Uh, oh, was it the T-shirt one, or was it? Am I thinking of something? No, else? it was a different one. Was it the rate, like the percentages, uh, guest guespionage? No, I like that one too. I like them all. I just can't. Th- yeah, there was one that was, we did. There was, that was one that we tried out, and we're like, oh, this is great. Oh, you know, as the 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 uh, the mural game. Now oh, that we know that's it. That's it. Where you keep adding on to the murals. Now that we figured it out, it's like okay, now we now we know how. To yeah, do yeah, this yeah. Process. That was that was super fun. We we got to do that one again. So. All of that and more this Saturday. Patreon.com slash TMS for details. TheMorningStream at gmail.com is our email address. And as always, find our website and all other information, how to submit songs, how to ask questions and do stuff and have things. It's all over at FrogPants.com slash TMS. All right, Brian, we should probably play another song now. Okay. Well, John, who goes by Taz the Man in chat, said, Hey, Scott and Brian, my wife and I took a drive last weekend to get out of the house and we put together a garbage playlist, pun intended. I forgot about Cherry Lips, Go Baby Go. And it was a pleasant surprise as we drove through the Missouri Hills. I'd be happy with a cover of that or any cover done by garbage because Shirley Ann Manson has such a killer voice. Keep on keeping on. John, a.k.a. Taz the Man. Um, listen, it's no secret that I love garbage and, and anything Shirley Manson does. And this is this is an underappreciated um, garbage song. I think it's about... Um, uh, transgender, uh, male, I, you know what? Listen to the lyrics and I'm going to, I'm going to stop before I assume too much about the song, but that's how I've always translated it. Um, right. maybe somebody can, can, can clear it up for me. Uh, this version is performed by the X factor factors, X factors. They are an acapella band, uh, came out in 2008 with the album sound it out. Here is cherry lips. Go baby, go. She gave you everything she had. Well, she was young and dumb. She just turned 21. She didn't care to hang around. So when the shit came down, well, she was nowhere to be found. This life can turn a good girl bad. She was the sweetest thing that you had ever seen. You such a
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Bert.